are here for a reason. This, 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 this news just in. Ready? Go, go, go. We are your news now. <laughs> right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. <laughs> Get the news. <laughs> You're listening to Right On Radio. You yeah. are yeah. here for right On Radio. Welcome to the program. Your host here, Jeff, with my co-host, Jesse, and a good day to you. Yes, good morning. How are you, Jeff? We <laughs> I'm notorious. Good I said because... good morning. I was just up. Like <laughs> all night with glorious uh, rising uh, South Africa, so you know it's it's hey, still morning. We're there. It at. is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, we say good day to you. Thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate you being here. Uh, the the tagline behind the show is as always: live right in the real world. And what does that mean? It means we're going to expose the real world to you, and you decide how to live right and. This is one of those episodes that's going to do that for you as well. It's going to point you to some truths, but we're going to do it in a much uh, more positive way. We've got a great guest that uh, we're excited to bring on. But first, we do have some kind of house cleaning announcements and stuff like that, just to bring you up to speed on our holiday schedule, Jesse, because not everyone wants to work all the time. That's right. I actually, Jeff, I'm going to force you to take a break and spend some time with that lovely family of yours. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to try. You're giving me that look like, <laughs> I know I'm a workaholic. <laughs> I love working. I love serving. And in fact, I'm, I've been asking some people to really pray to help me with the, uh, the vision for uh, this thing going forward. Uh, although I'm mm-hmm. working you know, technically 12 to 15 hours, uh, most days now, I, I actually want to ramp it up. <laughs> so I know you do, but this week you're going to spend some time with that beautiful family. <laughs> yes, I will. But you know, who is going to be working and no, the, the, the boss isn't a prick here. <laughs> he volunteered. <laughs> Pastor Joe is going to be doing a sermon this Saturday, which is Christmas day. And it's really going to be geared for those who are spending Christmas alone. Uh, it's going to be for everyone, of course. It's going to be a beautiful message. It's going to be lots of scripture. But I, I really think that, you know, if you're one of those people, uh, this is going to be such a great word of encouragement to you. And he has just confirmed he's going to do one the following Saturday too. So Joe's not taking any time off. <laughs> That's right. He's a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> he is. So the new guy always has to work the hardest, right? <laughs> no, right. Well, that's kidding. the rule in the hospitals. The new guys always work the holidays. <laughs> We're just kidding. That's right. Um, so with the uh, the schedule, look, there's going to be um, some bonus shows uh, throughout the uh, the next week, week and a half. Uh, but we're also going to have somewhat of a regular schedule. So uh, the first, the, the next show that we're doing uh, is going to be Wednesday, that's tomorrow, if you're watching this uh, today on Tuesday when this show is released, Wednesday, 12 p.m. noon Eastern time, and that's going to be on Podbean only because it is a Podbean exclusive show, 
with the military analyst. And let me tell you uh, what's been really great about this, Jesse, is because we're doing it live on Podbean, it's being shown on Podbean's main page. We're attracting mm-hmm. a lot of listeners who are not necessarily in the kingdom with this material. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it's great material too. You know, he definitely knows his stuff and a oh, lot yeah. of, a lot of what he says crosses across my experience in those things. So it's worth it, you know, to invest in that. And that's one of our, you know, prayers and hopes is that we would draw people in, um, bring them in for that relationship with Christ and then give them a place to really grow their faith. Just give them a place to hear the truth. And, you know, uh, look, I don't agree with Chris on everything. Uh, Neither does Jesse. uh, But we respect his service. We respect his intel. Uh, He's certainly well-researched. And uh, most of it we can validate is really, really good information. So uh, that is Wednesday, 12 noon, Podbean exclusive, and it will be live. And then, of course, it'll be available for replay after that. Thursday, really excited to have Madison Marquette on the show. And it's uh, very exciting. <laughs> it is going to be very exciting. And and by the way, we're going to keep it light, folks, uh, for the next little while. We, you know, we want to be respectful uh, of people. And, and quite honestly, it's nice to have a bit of a break. Uh, but going into the new year, I can tell you, uh, some stuff that Jesse has me working on and that she she's, has on her heart, we're going to come back and hit you with it, man. It's, <laughs> oh, Good oh boy. It's going to be really, really kind of, well, mind-blowing would actually be an appropriate description. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be. <laughs> it would be. And, uh, and what we do for you folks, uh, I'm telling you, reading this stuff is not easy for me. <laughs> No, it's not, but, you know, it's not, but we have to be prayed up about everything that we do. And, you know, we look at it as God, God places the knowledge and that material there for a reason. And our job is to, you know, come out with, show it or display it in light of God's word and in light of the truth of God's word. And and that's right. And because the deception is going to be so incredible, uh, we really want to have the arms and we equip you on how to pray against it. And that is really the point of it. Uh, so Thursday, we have Madison. Saturday, we've got a sermon. We might have a couple things in between. Now, one important note, our singing poor prayer celebration that usually happens on Saturday night uh, and it is live is not going to happen this Saturday or the following Saturdays due to the holidays. Look, we we know how important the prayer is to you, and we do not want you to be conflicted with time against your with your family and thing like that. So we've prayed about it. Uh, the Lord has really given us an answer, uh, and that is we are just going to do a special date next week. It's going to be Thursday, the 30th of December at 8 p.m., and that is on our main channel on Telegram. So Thursday, the 30th, main channel Telegram, and join us for Singing Poor Prayer Celebration. After that, 
Uh, next Tuesday, we're going to have Cisco back. Yay. And I can tell you, Jesse, I spent uh, about two hours on the phone with Cisco uh, last evening. And <laughs> it's it's almost like going to see a doctor. I'm telling you. <laughs> like she, I end up praying with her for half hour, 45 minutes every time we talk. And it is just so powerful. That woman has the Lord has revealed to her incredible things about prayer. And I'm telling you, uh, everyone we prayed for last night, I just know that I know the Lord is honoring those prayers. So hallelujah. (laughs) And and speaking of feeling like I went to the doctor or something like that, Jesse, we have a project that uh, the Lord has given to you uh, that we're developing for right on you. And it is actually something that could change the world. It will change the world. The Lord's promised the release of the sevenfold miracles. And we'll just say it's intricately linked with, with that. Yeah. And, you know, um, and part of it, uh, you know, what's amazing how the Lord has brought Jesse and I together, because part of it is kind of in my wheelhouse as well. And, uh, the two of us coming together for this, although uh, we're going to ask you, the listeners, to really keep this in prayer. Because first of all, yeah. uh, you know we're going to be attacked over this, Jesse. Yeah, the enemy does not want this, you know, coming forward. And, you know, I've been fighting for several months um, for this in the courtrooms. And then as the Lord has been, you know, releasing me to start sharing um you know, the attacks are coming, so keep us in prayer. But not only that, uh, this is so groundbreaking, and and actually, Jesse, let's just share a hint. Uh, you've heard a lot about med beds. Forget about it. That's right. Um, and by the way, this uh, this is not in contradiction to, uh, to Lenka's course that is on right on you. Uh, her course is really based on sound biblical principles that not only heal your mind, get your mind into your game, but it'll work on your body. Uh, and her course has been really excellent. This is not in contradiction. It's different uh, than what uh, Lenka's well, course is. it's compliment. Hers is meant like, yeah, hers is a, it's a life change. This is addressing specific issues piece by piece. So, yeah. But where we also need your prayer is not only the attacks, um, we're going to be really bold and uh, we, we kind of want the Lord to certify this for us. And so there's a prayer that, uh, and I don't want to be very specific, but we're going to ask for a miracle to prove this is from the Lord. And it's a big, big ask. Uh, it's one that's uh, one of those things that's hard to believe, you know, when you're the one asking for it. So uh, I don't want to put more out than that, but, uh, if you join us in prayers, just say this, uh, new technology that you're giving Jesse and Jeff, uh, if you would answer that prayer and make it definitive and, uh, glorify your own name. Yeah. Um, now Jesse, you, uh, right before coming on air here decided to uh, <laughs> wrestle me a little bit on one of the courses on Right On You, so I will let you announce it. 
I did. And you want me to announce it? May yes, as well. I fought with Jeff and, you know, I said, Jeff, we have to again. You know, he said he was never going to again offer the Creating Wealth Through Stewardship course um, for a low price that it had been before. And I said, Jeff, it's Christmas. You just got to lower it. So we're going to do it for a special time. We're going to have the price down low again. So this is your chance. If that's been a course you've been wanting to take, I really encourage you to do so. And Jeff, do you want to announce the price for it? So when we first brought out Creating Wealth Through Stewardship, we introduced it at $97. Uh, the price is normally $4.97, but of course we offer an ongoing coupon for the right on radio listeners. Some people actually full pay full price. So I want to be clear about that. But for the right on radio listeners, we've always offered a coupon, which is 40% off uh, that brings it down to $2.97. Uh, what we're going to do uh, from today till December 31st is we're going to put it back down to $97. So if you want it, the, the coupon is going to be in the description uh, of this video or, or uh, audio if you're listening on Podbean, and you can get right uh, creating wealth from rightonyou.com, creating wealth through stewardship using the coupon code for $97. All right. I th- Oh, and there's probably going to be one or two uh, little kind of other shows that might be fun throughout the holidays. So... Stay tuned. Make sure you hit that notification bell uh, and, you know, get the uh, get notified because there's definitely going to be a couple shows that you don't want to miss <laughs> that uh, yeah. might even be. I think I think some people are planning some embarrassing stuff for us, Jesse. Oh, really? <laughs> well, then we know toilet paper shall be involved most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it on. <laughs> All right. And speaking of bring it on, let's bring on our guest today. Yes, he is the one who brings you this Saturday night sermons. And of course, it's Pastor Joe Sackett. Hey. Hey, Pastor God bless Joe. You. <laughs> Pastor Joe, welcome to Right On Radio. You'll get the official. Right on, right on, right on. That's awesome. You know, I saw the name of the show, Festivus, and I cracked up laughing because I hadn't seen it prior to that. <laughs> it's the festival for the rest of us. Yeah, and, I uh, saw that episode. So what what we want to cover today is actually what the Bible tells us about some of the holidays. And, and listen, I, I've made a personal decision this year in my life, and I'm struggling with it. I've got to tell you, just because the pressure from the family and things like that... Uh, but you know, it's funny. I uh, was praying this morning. I'm sorry. I should have had my phone off. I was praying this morning. And I'm like, Lord, you really got to help me through this. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly how to do. What am I going to do on Christmas Day? It's you know, and and so I'm walking my dog, and of course, the Lord answers me when I'm walking my dog for some reason. <laughs> and and He says, Well, well, Jeff, uh, it's on your Sabbath. Oh. Okay, <laughs> but we're not going to focus on the paganistic holiday that uh, that Christmas is. We're not even going to tell you 
that it's actually Nimrod's son's birthday that you're celebrating. We're not going to do that. I don't want to go there. We want to be kind. We want to be respectful. Look, it's live right in the real world. You decide how you want to live. But I do want to read uh, just a little bit of scripture from Jeremiah that I had never really known except for this year. And, and actually, my daughter sent it to me. So <laughs> I'm going to read just a few scriptures here. Uh, this is from Jeremiah chapter 10, starting in verse 1. Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the way of nations, and do not be terrified by signs in the heavens, although the nations are terrified by them, for the custom of the peoples are futile. For it is wood cut from the forest, the hands of the craftsmen with a cutting tool. They decorate the idol with silver and gold. Yep. They fasten it with nails and hammers so that it will not totter. They are like a scarecrow in a cucumber field, and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them, for they can do no harm, nor can they do any good. That's amazing. God bless his word going forward. <laughs> I've learned, I'm not, I'm not going to just jump in, but man, after having researched this a little bit, I personally have decided to make a commitment to learn much more about the festivals and the things the Messiah did, because we bring honor to God when we learn about those things, instead of just making up our own holidays. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's that's why we uh, decided to do this show, because what are we actually supposed to do? Right. And so and by the way, we've been in the Revelation series, we've been talking about, you know, living in the millennium, the thousand year reign of Christ. Well, this is basically going to be and this isn't a comprehensive study. This is just a cursory view. But this is actually going to be our holiday schedule in the millennium. Yep. So why not start it now? We're probably only a few years away. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So why don't you start us off? Okay, if you want me to get us started, I will. I, I took some notes because, honestly, um, I was raised with contemporary Christian holidays, you know, Easter and Christmas, and I believe people can worship Jesus during those times, so I won't say, oh, don't do that, but we know it's pagan-rooted and... So how do we get around that? How do we truly honor Jesus Christ? So let me find my first set of notes here. Okay. The first thing that we come across in Luke is that Jesus observed Passover. So what is Passover? Passover is the celebration of God's mercy on the firstborn children of Israel by causing the angel of death to pass by them and slay the children of Pharaoh instead. So this is a big celebration from then on every year for the children of Israel. Jesus celebrated this. And uh, we see that in Luke 2, 40 and 43. Now, when he celebrated the Passover meal with the disciples, it was at the last supper. So it was a Passover meal. It was also the last meal he took. And then, of course, this is when he instituted um, what we call nowadays communion or do this as often as you think of it, you know, to honor him, to to bring ourselves clean before the Lord. 
Um, now, I learned this. I didn't know this. So this stuff I'm telling you, I don't know this. I just learned this, studying this. Uh, just prior to the Passover is the Day of Unleavened Bread, which is a day that Jesus celebrated. And this is the day that he told them to go prepare the Passover meal, the Last Supper. And then I will just add this one thing and then I'll let everybody else have a turn. Okay, the Passover was also called the Feast of the First Fruits. And this was a feast where they celebrated sacrificing the best wheat, the best everything to the Lord their God because he was their provider. But when Jesus came back from the dead, he changed the meaning from uh, sacrificial to a fulfilled sacrifice he has fulfilled the passover and the feast of the first fruits and that's the first of several things that i learned diving into this okay so joe say that again so we have the passover feast mm -hmm. and and can you can you describe what the passover feast is and by the way uh, we're making you do the heavy lifting here jesse and i are on holidays okay i i can say i'm not going to make anything up but i know it's got unleavened bread it's got um lamb only it's got matzah may be the same bread because i remember eating matzah as a kid but i don't know that much about it but i'm pretty sure it would be like uh whole vegetables unleavened bread like a matzah we we do crackers at communion at church but it's not that way it was actually bread and some kind of delicious lamb meat so that's what yeah. um there is a whole service for it um, I would encourage people, you know, you can look up like Messianic uh, Passover services and you might be able to find some videos of them. Um, they're pretty much, uh, there's a liturgy that I guess we'd call it a liturgy that they follow for that. And so a lot of symbolism in it. So as they serve the meal, Every element um, that's brought into that evening tells the story of, you know, the bondage, the affliction, um, you know, I, like for the affliction part, they have a horseradish and they put it on a piece of unleavened bread and eat it. Well, our first year in a, a participating in a service like this, you know, we didn't know anything about it. And, you know, I had never eaten raw horseradish so i was like how much do i put on my cracker right and and the guy next to me he puts like this whole big heap so i'm like cool you know i put this whole big heap but what they don't tell you is it represents the bitter affliction right so you, you put that it, in your you? mouth and all of a sudden that pow from the horseradish goes up your sinuses and i was like on the floor coughing and was like what the heck was that but um <laughs> So they do a lot of stuff. There's a lot of hidden symbolism. Um, you know, even they have a piece of the Passover bread that they uh, they will fold into a cloth and they give, somebody will hide that. And then they have the children go look. And as they're looking, they're calling out Elijah's name uh, for Elijah the prophet because scripture says that he will come before the Messiah. So it's, it's meant to represent Jesus in that tomb that he's temporarily um, away in heaven from his people, but that as they call and cry out, you know, that 
the Lord is going to fulfill his word. He's going to send Elijah the prophet. And then behind him comes that Messiah for his bride. So it's yeah. really very interesting. Um, I would encourage people, you know, look up events and try to see if you can find a Passover near you. Um, again, you know, you probably won't get into an all Jewish one, but right. uh, there are a lot of Messianic churches or places that uh, will provide those services. And um, it's, it's well worth, you know, we took our kids to many throughout the years and really enjoyed them. That's amazing. Um, I'm learning more and more. Um, okay. So do you want to move on to the next one? I was able to find. Well, uh, what, yes. Uh, so let, let's, so what about the, so we've just talked about the Passover, mm-hmm. but the day before is the day of unleavened bread. What, what typically happens on that day? I think that is, uh, the preparation of, I think the preparation of the bread itself is the only thing that they do. And from what I just heard from Jesse, there's a purpose for all of it, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't get that deep into it, but I believe that's it. Yeah. There's a lot that they do for that. They, um, many of the Jews will go through their home because literally they take that, um, as a symbolism, the yeast is a symbolism for sin or Mm -hmm. the things that are unclean or unpure in our lives. So they will go through their entire home like even um, the day before that preparation day, there's like a week where they set aside and they literally clean out everything uh, where they have had like flour, uh, yeast, and uh, there's a cleansing that goes into that as well. Like they deep clean their homes, they remove it from their home. Some of the um, Jews will literally you know just throw it away um they but others you know who um aren't convicted about giving it to the poor or to people in their community will uh give all of their products that contain flour i mean they they go to the extent of going through all their products too that have flour in them and remove you know that leavening altogether so it gets really interesting. Um, so one of the things I'd like to accomplish by this conversation, and, and it's just a start, we're going to follow through on this as we get into the new year and as I, we actually come up towards Passover and things like that, but we want to just get the conversation going. And uh, obviously many of us are not Jews and we don't have right. to necessarily follow all of the Jewish traditions. However, I think we can kind of make them into our own and follow the calendar because that's the calendar that Jesus followed. And I guess one of my questions is when we talk about this unleavened bread and things like that, uh, Joe, what does the Bible say uh, for, for people who are on the keto diet? I don't know. I've never researched the keto diet. <laughs> I have no idea. You got me there. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think the word keto yeah. is Hebrew. <laughs> So basically you cut out bread. <laughs> okay. So um, what I'm loving about this is that it's obvious that the, the modern church movement has had all kinds of things held back. And it makes yeah. me wonder if some of these powerful uh, traditions of God's children from the Exodus on 
were purposely held back so that we would not get some kind of blessing from the Lord God. So this is partly spiritual warfare or maybe spiritual preparation to receive the blessing of God, thereby accomplishing his will, thereby waging spiritual warfare. I agree with that. I do too. 100%. All right. So what about the festival of lights that I hear about, Joe? Um, I don't think I got to festival of lights unless it is the same thing as trumpets, Shabbat, or I've got two more. No, it's different than those two. Is it Hanukkah? Yeah. Is it Hanukkah? Mm. I'm not an expert. Well, listen, let's go with what you have, Joe. Okay, I'm sorry. I did as, as much as I could find, but I thought we were all going to be. Yeah, and I and I didn't give you a lot of uh, time to prepare this either. Uh, right. uh, no, Joe, you're doing great. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, and you guys, I'm going to learn this with you. I'm I'm getting in touch with my Hebrew. I've been studying the Old Testament for about a year, trying to learn this stuff. But a lot of times, when you hear it from a rabbi, and he tells it to you, it goes like whew, over your head unless you get it pounded into your head. So, yeah, Joe, so, you were correct too. Sorry to interrupt. The Festival of Lights is Hanukkah, is the other name for it. Oh, okay, okay. Then I got a little bit on it. Let me go to it. I'm sorry. I just didn't identify it right, but we'll get there. Let's see. And this is one that Jesus would celebrate Hanukkah, of course. Bear with me one second. I just got to find it. Okay. Hanukkah referred to and is referred to in John 10, 22 and 23 as the feast of dedication, which was about being in the temple. It was about making one of those three trips a year they did to the temple. And Jesus would have observed all of them. This was one of those trips to the temple. And in that, that uh, chapter of John, Jesus is in the temple on the porch of Solomon fulfilling the purpose of that uh festival so that's what i got on that but i could go read it out of john 10. yeah because okay. what is the purpose of that festival um honoring god by worshiping in the temple basically it's dedicated to the temple okay, so think so. about um I know it has to do quite a bit with um, like the priestly, you know, the common people weren't allowed in the temple per se at that time. Um, But it had to do with that interconnection with God and the particularly, you know, the Holy of Holies, which, you know, the menorah, the light, um, every piece of, um, we'll just say equipment that was in the temple had a very significant representation. So, you know, the menorah that was in there represented the seven spirits of God, but even more, you know, we've done a show with that, Jeff, where we broke down a little bit how, you know, that menorah, you'd get the oil that would come in off the olive trees in, in the heavenlies and that would feed from the bottom and then the fire would come up from that. Um, so, you know, what it is, is that then, you know, for this festival, there were periods throughout the old Testament where 
the Holy Spirit uh, would descend upon the outside of that tabernacle and he would allow his glory to be seen by the people either as a cloud uh, by day or as a fire by night. And it represented the, you know, that spirit of God coming out and dwelling with the people. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of significance in these, like with the different um, element, you know, what they represent. And I would encourage people to, um, you know, for that one, really what it's representing is the temple is our body, the place where the Holy Spirit dwells. So it represents that relationship. And all of these festivals are really focused on that relationship with God. So as you're reading it, it's not just a matter of, you know, things we do as in like, you know, I hate to call it a ritual, but in a way it is like, people, right. you know, when you do certain things and you do them over and over, that's what a ritual is. Mm. Um, but instead of focusing on the ritual aspect of it, you know, ask yourself, like, why are they doing that action? What does it represent about our relationship with Christ? And um, I just want to add. It's the it's the dedication of, you know, the temple or your own life. It's a rededication because it represents the dedication of the temple back when it was built. Oh, that's good, Joe. Yes. Really that, you just gave me that. God just gave me that. Wow. That's what it is. It's your rededication. That's why it's called in John chapter 10. Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of the dedication celebration. He was at the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Hall. And there he got surrounded by the Jewish leaders and they, you know, they tried their, their stick on him to get him to prove he was the Messiah. But, okay, so that's the purpose of Hanukkah then is the dedication of ourselves, our lives, and the temple of God to a renewal. Yeah, and so what we want to do, and you know, I guess this is going to turn into a long-form project, but I think we want to come out with an actual calendar and an actual dates, and and oh, you know, we're going to ask and pray along with us because I think this is for most of our audience. Uh, but you know, listen, if you're Jewish, I, I respect you want to do it, but uh, for those that are, of us that are not Jewish and not really caught up in those traditions of lighting things in a certain order or anything like that, like what again, what what is the purpose of it and what are we to do? Those are the answers that we're searching for uh, in doing this. And, you know, it was really on my heart. And when I was talking to Joe the other day, when, you know, and this idea was on my heart, I said, listen, I don't want to talk about Saturnalia. I don't want to talk about this or that. I'd want to talk about, you know, solutions because, uh, you know, we're coming into a new world in many, many ways. And so let's, uh, yeah. We got to start rolling with the punches here, and and I really feel the Lord is calling us to to do some things like this. And uh, and by the way, let us know in the in the comments if you're feeling the same tugging on your heart as we go into this particular season as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've got a little bit more on the next one if you want. Yeah, please go go ahead, Joe. These are not in the right order; they would be on the calendar. These are just the order that I found them in. Okay, um, Feast of Trumpets. If anybody in the audience knows what does the Feast of Trumpets represent, I'll tell you. When 
the Lord returns in the sky to take you up into heaven. You may call it a rapture, if you will. But the Bible says in Thessalonians, we will be transformed in the blinking of an eye and we will go up and meet the Lord in the air after the dead dead in Christ rise first. There will come a, um, maybe a shofar, but it says trumpet. Mm -hmm. And when that archangel blows that trumpet, that is what the feast of the trumpets was made for, celebrating the coming of the Messiah. Jesus fulfills that prophecy. So this is a forward-looking holiday. This holiday is a celebration of the rescue of God's children from everything we're seeing and everything that's ever been that's been from Satan. So, bang. all right. So th- this is a big one. Uh, this is a day I want to party on. <laughs> yes, you absolutely. Do party on this day, and um, I'll hit Matthew real quick. So, it, so what's really cool about this is as we're going through what I'm thinking about is you know, like typically on the the, the tra- traditional uh, calendar of the land, you know, we have Easter and we have Christmas. Mark them uh, and what we're getting now is more holidays. And I'll get this. Whoa. Revelation. If you as a Christian, let's say you have a job. Okay. But we start observing these calendar things that might free you up to get double time on December 25th. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, be the volunteer. Oh yeah, no, no, I'll do it. Double time, triple time, time it. and a half. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Joe, um, that that doesn't reflect in your contract for Saturday. No, it's okay. (laughs) I don't, you know, the Lord said that he is the Lord of the Sabbath. Sabbath was made for man, and it is lawful to do that which is good on the Sabbath, such as healing. And because I lived such a long life of rebellion against God, now that God has brought me back to him and is restoring me to what I should have been when I was a younger man, it is not a chore to write a sermon. It is a pleasure it is a pleasure to pray with people. It is a pleasure, pleasure to be doing, even though as failing as I am in my efforts, as to be doing and moving in the direction of way, the way God wants me to move. It's a pleasure. It is not a chore. So um, real quick, I just wanted to read this. And at the last trumpet and the signal of my coming will appear in the heavens. There will be deep mourning all around the earth and the nations of the world will see me arrive in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And I shall send forth my angels with the sound of a mighty trumpet blast. And they will gather my chosen ones from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. I just think that's beautiful. What hope, you know? Well, not only that, but how big is he? (laughs) You know, the whole world sees... And by the way, it is round, right? So that's yeah. quite a miracle. I'm a round earth guy. I am. <laughs> when, and, you know, some people say, no, it's flat because the Bible describes the circle of the earth. And I think, no, it's round because the Bible describes the circle of the earth. It's all in how, you know, people can interpret things. Yeah. Well, listen, earth. we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I get hate right. mail every time we do, but <laughs> be, be, be assured it's round. Yeah, I love the people who think it's flat. It doesn't matter. Let's yeah. have salvation. That's, that's, that's exactly right, Joe. That's uh, so we don't need to discuss that anymore. Okay. You know, one of my professors used to say the difference between, you know, um, a conviction and um, what, you know, 
something that's just part of your conscience, you know, he said your, your convictions, you are willing to lay on the line and die for, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, to me, it's not worth arguing about unless it's one of those things that, you know, it's an unbreakable matter for you. And, you know, to me, those are things like salvation, uh, things much more, I would just say important. Yes, ma'am. You got you know, that 100% right. Debating whether the earth is flat or round is not helping anybody's salvation or their faith growth. So, yeah, to me, it's I, I, another trap I matter. see is how to pronounce the name of Jesus. You know, if you say Emmanuel, mighty Lord God, please save me, it's okay if you say Yeshua, it's okay if you say Jesus. There are people that will crucify you if you do not say Yahashawusha or whatever. And I just think that's the biggest lie from the devil yeah you know i've known so many who have come just simply through the name of jesus or even yeah. i've known people who are you know spanish or mexican who jesus. you know call on jesus and you know but the lord knows no matter which language it is i'm not saying to use that you know as your preference but i'm i'm just saying for the point that you know whether they're native american whether they're muslim people have had experiences of jesus and as they call on his name, yes, you know, he saves them. It's and always a matter of the heart. And God knows yeah. your heart. He knows your thoughts. The funniest part is anybody who's usually arguing with you about saying Jesus's name in English is reading their Bible in English. Just. Yeah. Not many know. read the Greek and Hebrew on a regular basis. So I'm bar- yeah. I can barely recognize certain letters. And, and that's because I'm reading. I'm stop, trying to learn it, but it's hard. It's hard because my seminary. Maybe we should do a war course on that, Jeff. Like teach the the Hebrew language, like from the war perspective of, of the words. I would love that. Um, well, it's funny. So we, we I, I hadn't thought about that, but I do have a show coming up that I have prepared uh that does a study on a lot of this stuff including the ancient canaanite alphabet yeah picked uh paleo hebrew is amazing and if you have the i have a cheat book called the hebrew greek bible and it's got the alphabets in it and then it's got like eight different translations of the bible i don't want to get too far off subject but man you can look and see what these pictographs actually look like and they have so many different meanings that you almost want to read the Hebrew and then read the King James and then read, you know, a, another version and ask God, show me what, paint this picture for me, Lord. What is it supposed to be? Well, the harder you press in, the more revelation you're going to get because that's that's just who Jesus is. He's a gentleman. And the more you desire him, the more you look in, the more revelation he's going to get. But, you know... Uh, obviously, you know, I think looking at the Greek is good, but what's amazing to me and what the reason why I've kind of got this program canned, we don't, I don't know when I'm going to bring it out. Uh, but the difference between the pre Canaanite, uh, Hebrew alphabet to the current one, uh, major changes. And if you think there's a deception in language, that's where it is. Mm -hmm. That's where it is. Yeah, I I agree. Power out of it. And when you... When you go through, uh, even just, the, you know, in the beginning was the word, the word was God. And when you read this, the very first verse 
of the Bible using the pre-Canaanite alphabet, it gives you the entire Old Testament right up to the cross in one sentence. That's the depth of God's word. You're right. And the genealogies, the genealogies too, the names, they all, they're like, if you take the names, I know y'all have seen this, but like, it'll say God's son came to save the world mm -hmm. and he will come back and grab his people or whatever it said exactly. But it's, it's amazing. So let me go back to uh, the last couple of things I've got notes on. And everybody in the modern world has heard of Yom Kippur. Yes, is a, it's still a, a big Jewish holiday. It's the Day of Atonement. And I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know that we had a very big battle in World War II start on that day. And that um, I think the atonement begins a period. Jesse, you may know this. I don't know it yet. I still got to learn this. But doesn't the Day of Atonement begin a period of Jubilee where like the debts of after the cleansing where the debts were forgiven for the last seven years or something like that. And everybody who was kind of in trouble was able to kind of get a new start right then. Is that think, when that happens? Yeah, but I think the Jubilee was only every seven years, not, it wasn't every year, but it would lead up to that, that, you know, each year they celebrated um, what came from God's hand. And then, you know, that atonement, yeah, it would release all debts. It would, uh, yes, you know, if they had uh, well, each the person would be returned, like their their original property or their family's property. Um, yeah, so so the jubilee was every fifty years. So that there was uh, one every seven, and then there was one, and, and that's when you rest your crops. So okay. you, you if you if you're growing wheat, for instance, uh, on the seventh year, you don't grow anything in that right. space. You yep. give it back to God and let him do his thing. With and the didn't soil. they let the people that were poor go through there and get some mm -hmm. too? They did, yes. Yeah. So, But I, I think what, you know, with the uh, the Day of Atonement for us, it, I think it's, again, it's just a surrender. Uh, and I'm trying to maybe Christianize these. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking out loud. This isn't fact, okay? I want to be very clear on that. But the way I would look at it is, Look, I, I'm I'm putting all my stuff aside for you today, God. And you know, I want I put here's the problems in my life, and here's the things that I need to lay down before you. And you know, obviously, we can do that every day because that's the uh, the dispensation of grace that we're living in uh, right now. But mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah. it's probably nice to have a formality because you know, one thing you know, there's an old saying: if you put it on your calendar, it happens, right? Amen. I need to put more things on my calendar. Um, so the last one I've got, and, uh, this is going to be the obvious one. What can we celebrate every week that Jesus kept perfectly his whole life? I know that one. Do you know mm -hmm. it? Might want to give somebody a guess. The Sabbath. Yes, ma'am. The Sabbath. And, uh, God said, remember my Sabbath and keep it holy. And his son did that. And we are not taught in the New Testament not to do that. So back to a little bit of, you know, thinking that things have been misled by the enemy, by watering down what we're taught. Mm -hmm. I was raised up with the 
normal Americanized holidays. And I was raised where I didn't go to church on the Sabbath. But what is really cool is now that I, and I have started keeping Sabbath for the last, I don't know, maybe a year. Don't do much on that day, but except that which is good. And um, for anyone in the audience who wonders whether I'm keeping the Sabbath by doing the Saturday night sermon, one, it's from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. And generally when you're seeing the sermon, it's after sundown. Number one. And number two, I don't do that sermon live that night. I actually make it a little ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm keeping the Sabbath. Well, and listen, I, I put aside Saturday uh, myself. That's kind of my one day off my one day of rest. And, you know, quite often I'll end up doing something because something comes up and mm -hmm. listen, it's part of life. If it's a, if it's a good work, it's good. And, you know, uh, I also take a little bit of other time off, but I do really put that time aside to just sit back, relax, refresh in the Lord. Yes, sir. The Sabbath was made for you, not you for it. And by the way, um, you know, I don't even know, like, I, I think it's a Saturday. I'm certainly not going down the seventh Adventist uh, path here. Yeah, I mean, uh, seventh day Adventist, but you know, at the same time, uh, they, they probably are right on it on that particular note. Uh, but it, I, I don't think it really matters. And, you know, if you put a day aside again, it's always a matter of the heart and you should have a day put aside to just rest and, you know, refresh and reflect. It's good for I you. I agree with that. And there's nothing that like my mom goes to church on Sunday at a beautiful church, a nice spirit filled church. There's nothing that says I can't have my Sabbath on Saturday, still get up Sunday morning and go sit by, beside my mom and worship God with her. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, that's right. Listen, but when we do our Sunday show, the our, well, right now we're doing the Revelation series. You know, mm -hmm. I consider that the first day of the work week. You yeah. know, and I oftentimes I awesome. work most of the day Sunday. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's you know good. What? Honestly, that's why I'm not preaching on the Revelation on on Saturdays because I'm learning it. I've been through some classes in Protestant. And we've all, you know, done Bible studies mm -hmm. about it before. But listening to the two of you read it, I'm learning, you know, I'm listening and I'm learning and receiving the word. And I've got to receive it, too, from people that are aware of it and know it. So that's great. Love that. Amen. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, listen, before we go, uh, I just got something put on my heart uh, that I would again, I'm, I'm stepping up to do more work here, but it requires something of you from the audience. If you've been blessed by Right On Radio, uh, by Jesse, myself, Joe, uh, the things that we do, we'd really like to hear from you. And, you know, and even perhaps, and I'm just putting this out on the spot right now, uh, if you would do like a 30-second video and just how uh, that would encourage us and let us know how we've encouraged you and you post it Amen. on to... Uh, onto one of our channels on telegram but tag me tag at right on radio uh so i'll see it and i'll put them aside and perhaps i'll put together uh, a bunch of testimonials uh but try to keep it you know 30 seconds or something like that you know uh we'll put a little video up there and uh maybe we'll put together a compilation <laughs> and uh, if you're brave enough to step up we certainly would it would, it would jesse would that encourage you it would yes amen yes. amen 
So listen, we'll just leave that. If none of you do, we won't show it. If some of you do, probably will show it. Right. And uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, any final thoughts, Joe or Jesse? Um, I'm good. I just, I, I pray for everyone that has watched this to consider studying a little bit up on the festivals that Jesus would keep and uh, ask the Lord to talk to them about it. Yeah. And we'll follow up on it, of course. Hey, don't forget, uh, before Christmas, uh, you can get Dominion and Authority by Jesse Zaboder. The course is on fire. People are loving it. Uh, listen, uh, one thing a lot of people are asking is, can I give this as a gift? Yes, you can give it as a gift. But if you're going to give it as a gift, you'll want to put that person's name or email in it when you sign up and then come up with a password for them. If you use your email, you're going to be the one uh, who's getting the email notifications and things like that. So you have to use the person you're gifting it to's email and then just create a password and send them the password and then you can gift that course to them. So uh, Dominion Authority, and by the way, that uh, we have that on sale with the coupon that's in the description box. That also expires on December 31st. So you'll want to get that. And don't forget, Creating Wealth Through Stewardship uh, is going to be down to $97. Coupon in the description box below this episode only until December 31st. And uh, it's a it's a great way to, to really get your house in order for the times that we're going into and, uh, and you know, be, be the one who's good with your talents. And so the Lord will, re will reward you as in the parables. And don't forget, God says, do not worship. You cannot worship both me and mammon. And uh, he, why did he not say the devil? Because mammon's actually the controlling, the real powerful spirit in this world that's uh, taking people away from Christ uh, oh, yeah. more than the devil. So uh, it's a, it's really interesting to learn that stuff. So uh, don't forget, it's just a great way to uh, to get closer to the Lord. It is based on uh, God's you know principles. It isn't throwing a whole bunch of verses at you. It's just a quick way for you to really understand God's laws and principles and apply them in your life. So uh, I feel like I'm missing something, Jesse, but I guess we'll just have to leave it there. That's it. Yep. Praying out. All right. Don't forget Military Analyst Wednesday, Madison Marquette Thursday, Saturday Sermon with Joe, No Prayer, Tuesday Cisco, and then some more stuff, and we'll be talking after that. So in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community.